you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. You'll never say hello to you until you get it on the red line overload. You'll never know what you can do until you get it up as high as you can go. I'm Every Woman by Whitney Houston. Nope. Tyler? That was my uh, only guess. Uh, Ricky grind on me. Dude, freaking Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins. <laughs> That's right before the guitar solo. <laughs> That's um, Top Gun, right? Yeah. Do you think do the second one's coming out? I don't think they're going to use the same song. They can't do that, right? I mean, it's like <laughs> they funny. should, though. Or at least have it like playing someone's uh, car when they're driving by or something, like a callback. There you go. Uh, what's back. up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys. Dom and Tyler here uh, with Nate this week. What's up, Nate? Hi, guys. I put it off long enough. Yeah, it's yeah. Been, uh, been about half a year. <laughs> Finally figured out how to use Skype. <laughs> yeah, that I had to school you were... login. <laughs> I had to re- I had to recover my middle school email from Microsoft. No, we've we've had uh, never heard of you guys. Um, you guys suck. Um, no, I'm busy. And then this one is I don't know my login. Uh, so Nate, you're in sunny Connecticut. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm on the border. I live right right near Kent, or the border of Rhode Island. But okay. yeah, we just go with sunny New England today. And uh, Tyler, you're Northeast. in. Are you in Estelle right now? Yeah, Estelle. Nice. Yeah, and you're in California. Best coast. California. Best coast. <laughs> Yo, and um, okay, real quick, we were supposed to have a video last week. Um. It was my bad. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna blame. Were you quail hunting? No, not this time. I um, I had a few drinks on an empty stomach, and <laughs> I I have not been that far gone, and I don't know how long. And there was no excuse for it. I don't have anything going on in my life that would make me want to do that. <laughs> it was just I I brought up the same topic like five times. <laughs> I think there. I think you owe an apology not only to the audience um, and to Rudy oh, and yeah. uh, JP Fingers and well and also oh. me because you threatened me like five times oh, to dude, hurt me. I will punch you in the face. I that was not a drunk. Thought. Oh, you would say that's over. I will punch you in the okay. face any day. That's warranted. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I uh, maybe. Throw um, some bows, you chump. I can't wait to see you in person. I'm going to have the other Tyler beat you up. Tyler from uh, Smoke Ring. Yo, he's, he's getting jacked. He's getting jacked, yep. Getting jacked off. Getting uh, what are beefy. you smoking, Nate? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going with the, the ever-regal Highclere Castle Edwardian right now from uh, my wonderful boss and employer, Nicholas Melillo of Foundation Cigar Company. Sick. Nice. Um, I'm smoking a uh, patina 
Connecticut. It was rolled on February 20th. Which one is it? It looks like the Habano or Maduro from here. I, I don't no, know. No, uh, Connecticut. Oh. Toro. Uh, I sent your boss a video. So he, um, the, the place I'm staying at, they have a, a, a table with a bunch of cigars boxes on there. And then mm-hmm. got an L, um, an Elbow Wednesday box on there. You open it up, there's nothing in there. Um, so I sent a message. Hey, man, you got to fill this up. <laughs> so, well, he'll be back it, on Monday. So was it like a display box? Yeah. yeah. All right, because that's um, for my uh, my cigar catering. I have a box of Elbow Wednesday just because it is visually appealing. Well, most of the other boxes yeah. have cigars in there. Like, there's the um, okay. Raul Diesel. He's got a box of his cigars. There's a box of uh, Guaymeros from Esteban Diesel. There's AJ Fernandez. K. Rita. Empty box. Alo Once. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Means everybody's smoking the LGs. Uh, I know. There's some uh, Neanderthal LHs or. Um, Lancero's in there. Ooh. Oh, I smoke. Oh, speaking of the Neanderthals, oh, I smoked that, that box press yeah. that you gave me. How was that? Uh, that's a bit of an ass kicker for me. I usually don't smoke stuff that strong. I was gonna say, did you uh, eat I mean, before that? Uh, oh yeah. No, that was an end, end of night smoke for sure. Uh, I remember. I remember so, when the first uh, the HNs came out. They, they they shipped them with the uh, like with a with a razor blade. And, and cutting that cap off, and I mean that was probably the last time a cigar really put me on my ass. That and the original run of the uh, the chapter one or chapter ones from LFD, those things had some uh, some potency. Yep, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. So Nate is younger than both of us, but he's been smoking longer than both of us, and smoking fucking quality a lot longer than both of us. <laughs> uh, when I was when I I was your age, you started smoking. I was I was smoking Black and Miles. Uh, I wasn't smoking cat. <laughs> I wasn't smoking the the Frank and the Jason and wood tips. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> smoking all these wood. Hey, listen, I, not not everybody can have a Toby Santa in their lives. I gotta. That's my dream is to meet Toby Santa one day. Listen, when you come out to visit, we'll go up. the The new place is open. It's gorgeous. I should have sent you some pictures last night, but I was up there. Um, Lorenzo from HBC was up doing a little meet and greet with with everybody up there. So. We were all hanging out last night, smoking the the, the five hundredth Annie's. So those things are getting really tasty. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Um, that Broadleaf you did, I liked a lot too. Mm. All right. Uh, real quick. The original. Sorry, Tyler. Wait, me... There's a little bit of a lag, so I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh no, no, my bad. Shoot, player. Nick. <laughs> uh, have you, Nate? Did you smoke the original? Black rock was like a Lonsdale. It came in a black tissue uh, paper uh, pack, and it came in like a milk carrying thing. Wait, 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 what was the cigar? I'm sorry, I missed the first part. Uh, cut out. HVC Black Friday, the original one. Like no, so I, 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 no, I, I didn't smoke a lot of Lorenzo stuff until probably the past year or two when um the guys at Mr. J's had brought his stuff in. Uh, um, there was nobody really in the Northeast that was that was carrying it, and it's just not something that I I had sought out at the time, you know, and elsewhere. But um, now that it's been up with those guys and they've introduced a ton of lines, you know, I think 
Lorenzo's putting out some some great stuff. But some of the older ones that you're referencing, those original runs of the uh, the Black Fridays, I never got around to trying those. Um, I think that from what I heard, uh, uh, Cigar Togi said, that um, or the other way around, that was the brand with HBC. But uh, mm-hmm. Rainier lived in Wisconsin for a while, so we were one of the first five shops to open. Um, open. Yo, Tyler, I'm hoping this isn't complete crap because your audio does keep cutting out for me. <laughs> How the fuck do I do that? <laughs> is, is this your first time hey, podcasting, bro? There we go. He had that nice crotch shot going on. <laughs> I was going to give him props. Tyler, I don't know if yeah. you watched it, the... Uh, the interview I did with Sokka two years ago at the show, I was in my uh, chubbies on this uh, like really low couch, and the camera angle is just like it's terrible. You got some hairy thigh bangers. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, was, that, it was like it was like a fifteen minute long interview. <laughs> Quality watch. Dom, is it hard to interview people when you haven't smoked their cigars or know anything about them? Yes and no, because uh, people who know more than me, which is everyone that we talk to on this podcast, um, they all ask the same questions and it gets bland. So I was going to, my whole mindset last year was ask off the wall questions, uh, but that kind of blew up in my face because I started with, oh, who did I start with? I think it was the master blender of Hiroshi Robaina. I don't, I don't recall. Um, anyway, but one, Omar of my one of my questions was, uh, do you dream about cigars or are cigars <laughs> in your dreams? Because I feel like if you focus on, oh, but, oh, this is, this ties in. I had a dream about the podcast like three nights ago. <laughs> oh, that you got super hammered and no, everybody. <laughs> no, uh, I was on, just listening to the radio driving and they used a clip of the podcast. Do you anyway, bought us some ads? No, I did not. Um, but anyway, who's, who's throwing in that ad, buddy? I was I was asking about at the trade show about if they dream about cigars, and uh, there was like kind of a language barrier, and it was just kind of a weird question. So I stuck to mainly basic things after that. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just there to walk around and. Enjoy you, smoke yeah, you, cigars that are breaking you up. You didn't go this past year, did you? Because uh, if, if you were oh. there, I don't remember seeing you for the ten days I was out there. You didn't see me walk by slowly and puppy dog eyes looking in. <laughs> busy foundation. No, two booth. Year, yeah, no, two years ago you were there. Well, dude, well you didn't come out this last year to the uh, Romacraft party. Uh, that's true. What the one at Tau? Yeah. Yeah. No, I ended up. Uh, I don't know what the hell I was doing that night. You know what it was? I never um, got the invite. I wasn't cool mm. enough this year, but oh I didn't go God. over to the booth either. Well, do you expect them to Down. come over to you and hand it to you directly? <laughs> yeah, Nate's big time. Yeah, I, yeah, I expect the royal, the royal treatment with cheese. Yes, he wants the, the high clear castle treatment. <laughs> no, if I remember correctly, it was uh, it was one of the nights that we had uh, we took somebody out to dinner. We went and it wasn't to one um, of us. <laughs> Was it like the prince or something? Well, yeah. Well, that, well, two years ago, Jordy was out. Uh, okay. 
that, that that's the uh, the cool name for Lord Carnarvon. Um, Jordan. He, he was out. He was out with the uh, the High Clare team Th- this past year. They had another represent re- representative, but uh, Jordy ended up staying back. But he is down in Florida right now with Nick in uh, Amelia Island. They had uh, some High Clare launched the gin now too to coincide with the cigars. So um, they were doing some like multifunctional event with uh, like vintage Porsches down in Amelia Island, very you know high end ritzy stuff. Yeah, something that but, we, we know a lot about. Yo, I have yeah. not tried pairing gin with cigars because I know Booth does that as well. And mm-hmm. I, I was going through a gin phase a year and a half ago, um, but has, haven't really touched it since. I mean, I like so the, 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 the cool thing with the High Claire gin is um, it's it's really like, I mean, micro batch isn't the right word, but it's, it's essentially like a, a state to bottle. So everything that is... Uh, the, all the components of the distillate are grown uh, at High Clare's estate. So um, they have lavender that was planted by the bishops of Winchester in the 11th century. Um, you know, all the juniper berries are, are cultivated on site. But the coolest thing about their gin is that they actually incorporate uh, oats into the into the base, which ends up providing it with this like almost like creamy uh, texture or like a heavier mouthfeel, which you don't necessarily get in a lot of gins. And it kind of does uh, a good job of mitigating the, like the botanical taste. Cause a lot of gins will have just like the overpowering with the juniper taste. And this really rounds it out. Um, the oats that they use are actually uh, grown to feed thoroughbred horses for the queen, which is pretty neat. So, you know, you're consuming some pretty high end oats. When he, so when you're drinking that, do you feel like a queen or a horse? <laughs> a thoroughbred. Mean, yeah, you, you feel just like, I mean, anything that's associated with royalty. It's a very an aristocratic beverage. Nice. Dude, on my, on my, uh, it's not a box, cylinder of oats. I always put stickers on it because it lasts for like two months. And I just You're talking about like the Quaker Oats tall boy? Yeah. Well, the one that's like. You know, six feet tall. Yeah, because I don't make, make oatmeal too often, but when I make a protein shake, I'll throw some in. Mm. You'll meet. I'm going to go grab it. Yes. I should. Hey, Tyler, I should take a picture with a cigar next to it and post it on our Instagram. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so there was a little bit of a uh, squirmish at the, the club we were at last night. I guess you'd call it a club. Oh, boy. What, <laughs> so, what were you doing? Were you, were you beefing uh, with people? I wasn't, but, uh, well, I was sitting down, actually, I guess, I, I don't know who started, but I was sitting down, and, you know, these five, two guys come up, and I, think, I guess we're in their area, blah, 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 and, and then, so we move over to the next table, and then they keep staring at us. One guy tells me that. He keeps getting way too fucking close to me. And then I guess it turns out he works at Drew Estate. He's like a, I don't know what he, production or whatever. But they just kept like staring at us. And then uh, one of the guys like shook his beer and got it on Joe. (laughs) And then Joe flipped out. And then uh, security came and escorted the, started talking to those guys. It was a group of five. You know, Mm -hmm. Costa's big as hell. Me and Joe are tall. I'm big. And then the other guy with Nick, he's tall too. And it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You know? And then, uh, so one of the other guys in that group gets in with the security guard. He's like, five, two, <laughs> five, two, maybe like 
hundred. I don't know. He's kind of bigger, but uh, so the guy they start to like um, wrestle, and security guard pops his collar <laughs> and takes out his earpiece. Is like, let's go, and then a, a big tall guy from behind grabs the one of the um the uh not the security guard, the other guy, and drags him out. But it's like. Dude, that's how you fight? You pop your collar and pull all your earpiece? Like, yeah, dude. It's, it's like Nicaraguan Roadhouse. Peacocking. Dude, <laughs> it was awesome. Like, bro, when that collar gets popped, it's game over, man. Did you get into the action, too, or are you just an innocent bystander? I wanted to, man. I haven't gotten into a good fight in a while. Dude, you got you got to get hot sometimes. It was weird. This guy kept... Oh, man, it was weird. And then we saw uh, Pedro from Drew Estate there. I'm like, That's Pedro, come get, come get your man <laughs> over here. Yo, so here's the, uh, the Quaker Oats. Oh, nice. Got, uh, that thing looks pretty cool. I like the Pit Viper ones. Yeah, Sonic. Got some Rick and Morty and whatnot going on. Wait, what the fuck is it? I zoned out when you were talking about that. We're talking about just, Quaker Oats. Because I got uh, stickers from students. Um, they have like student store and whatnot earlier last month. And I don't have anything to put stickers on. I'm not going to put uh, pop culture kid stickers on my humidor. Um, I used to put them on my computer, but then I got a new computer. So I just put them on my oatmeal, oats uh, cylinder thing. Tall boys. Thinking of a tall boy. Yeah, Quaker out tall boys. That makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of the bar fights, I I actually got punched in the face uh, the night before Thanksgiving at the bar this year. Well, actually, this past year, which is pretty cool. And it was uh probably it was a five foot two lady that actually punched me in the face. Oh my lord. Yeah. So we were trying to leave, and uh, I got I got shoved into her, and she was already in a bit of a scrap with a, uh, another gentleman at this fine dive bar. And, uh, <sighs> she thought that it was me that had just purposely shoved into her. So when I gathered myself, I turned around and just ate her tiny little fist and just started oh. gushing blood. Oh my God. Yep. But then she apologized to me like three months later. So then we're all good. And I got a funny story to tell for the rest of my life. I would have had her arrested in charge. Nah, nah. I had a bloody nose. There was nothing wrong. There's somebody. It, it, yeah, there's somebody else messing with her. It's uh, you know, I can. It's water under the bridge, Tyler. Is this a dive bar that allows uh, smoking inside? Possibly after hours. Okay. How was it? Who who was it you were saying that you would send? Was it JP you'd send pictures of if you were like taking a ripper inside or something? Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably because I, I know uh, old Dirty Fingers is is, is a big fan of uh, after hours butts, so. Oh, well, you know what that was? That was probably a couple years ago when uh, I was with my friends at UConn at the, the, the trap house that we resided in. It was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a cultural norm to enjoy a smoke inside <laughs> at some point in the evening. All right. That uh, was... Words of the week. Tyler, I didn't remind you this week. Do you have a word? No. All right. Well, start looking now. <laughs> Get on... Uh... Urban Dictionary. Yes. All right. So, Nate, this word of the week is brought to you by uh, sixth grade. This is a sixth grade spelling <laughs> word. Please try to is use it. Is that what you it. teach? 
I teach in middle school, so sixth through eighth, uh, literature and spelling. Uh, please try your best to use this in a sentence that pertains to cigars. Oh boy. The word is ledger domain. What? <laughs> ledger domain? Ledger can, domain. Can I get the can I get the country of origin, please? Yes. Uh, so if you go back a little bit, it's actually from French. Uh, but before that, obviously Latin. From France? So in French, if you can break it apart, it's leisure de main. Uh, if you took French, you could probably f- figure out the second two. De meaning of, and then I'm not sure how to pronounce ma. It's M-A-I-N-S. Did you take French, Nate? Uh, no, I didn't. I, okay. I, I took. Oui, oui. Well, I'm well help I mean, you I took out. Spanish for a while. I'm gonna help but, you out. The, yeah, no, please. I'm listening. The second, the ha- second half of the word means of hands. Like of if hands. you if you look at uh at yeah months yeah if you look at soap it always say like uh wash uh, how do you say wash in French that's not important forget it uh so yeah <laughs> ledger domain how do you use that in a sentence uh what what the, what the hell does the ledger mean. <laughs> it's uh, French. It's it's French. Uh, I ledger demands a box of cigars. Nice. Um, it is not a verb, however. That was a good uh, guess. That's a JP would have. Uh, did he do it on the episode that we posted? Because the one that we didn't post, it was pretty good, and it was just like. I blanked, and he would use the spelling word, yeah. this girl, until she <laughs> dropped her panties or something. <laughs> and then we smoked a cigar. <laughs> uh, Tyler, unless you're uh, too busy, do you have a guess? Or try it's, to use the, the word ledger domain in a sentence. Uh, and this is what you're teaching okay. sixth grade kids. I don't fucking say that word, yes. bro. You got to come up with easier words to say. That's the whole point. Like, Are you smarter than a sixth grader? The answer is no for both of us. Also, some of, the, some of these sixth grade words are harder than the eighth grade words. Why is that? Is that it's, is it supposed to be that way? Different books. There's different uh, companies making books. Jeez. Do we get, do we get to know what the actual definition of the word is now? Yeah, I'm gonna give it after Tyler gives it a crap shot. Oh, I thought he was just uh, passing. I'm passing, bro. Can't, oh, fine. Okay. You're no fun. Um, ledger domain, it has two definitions. I'm not looking at anything right now, but the first is like sleight of hand or magic tricks. Oh, okay. And the other is like, like trickery. All right, I like that. Yeah. So like um, uh, the guy at the lounge, the douche at the lounge, skilled in ledger domain, swapped out my cigars for some uh, bundle throwouts or whatever you call them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee I like that. Dom, um, Dom tried to learn magic at some point in high school. <laughs> I didn't. High school? Oh, come on. No, everyone, their mother. This is party trick. In elementary school. Come on, you can't tell me you didn't buy one of those boxes with that wand with a little uh, elastic no, string on the inside. I thought you a baseball it? that no, I bought a baseball that showed you how to throw like a fork ball and a fastball and a fork. Oh, were you talking about junk ball? Where you like you you, you turn the the seam yeah. on, the, on the ball and we'd let I you throw junk. I was trying to pull a fucking rabbit on my ass like <laughs> fucking Dom was. 
Is this your card? Is this your card? Is this your card? Is this your card? All right, you ready for my word? Yep. Um, the word is Melvin. And I'm going to use it in the sentence. That's a name. Bless, you're going to use it in the yeah. sentence? It is not okay to pick your Melvin in public. <laughs> well, I know is, a Merkin, isn't that uh, like a fake... Uh, a pubic hair. Yeah. yeah. I think it has something to do with that. Merkin and Melvin? Well, Melvin's got to be some sort of orifices because, you know, you can't pick it. It's going to be your, your um, nose or your ears or your anus. Yeah. Um, I believe that's an Enya. Enus. <laughs> you want to use it in a, in a sentence, Dom? Uh, yeah. I abruptly left the lounge when some jabroni stuck a cigar up my Melvin. <laughs> uh, you're getting there. Um, Nate, you want to try or you want me to give you the sentence? No, just give me, just give me the definition here. This is really uh, grinding Melvin. my gears. A frontal wedgie. Instead of underpants being up your butt crack, they ride into your labia. So it's a camel Melvin. toe. It's a camel yeah. toe for men. Is, is that, I thought that was called something else. Is that a, no, that's a, um, I get some synonyms, please. Um, <laughs> wait, what's the difference between um, what rhinoceros uh, foot or something? Rhinoceros. Uh, is that what it's called? Uh, there's the um, moose knuckle. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Let me look up moose knuckle. My tum tum hurts. We couldn't. Oh, I spelled moose knuckle wrong. That's why I spelled knuckle wrong. You need a white claw, my friend. Ain't no laws. You need the claws. <laughs> Have the claws hit Estelle yet? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think so. I haven't really looked. Um, I did. Uh, I did drink an energy drink yesterday. Um, in Yiddish, this means a man that has pants hiked up too far and has split the difference <laughs> in his beanbag, leaving one nut on either side of the crotch, causing the individual's nuts. Did you say Yiddish? Yeah, Yiddish. That's what it says to hang low and give that sad puppy dog eyes appearance to the nutsack. <laughs> Most often associated with older men and slacks with belts. Grandpa. Very long balls. <laughs> Grandpa, fuck, dude. Reunite your nuts. Your pants are like the Berlin Wall of nutsack. Tear down the wall. Tear down the wall. Tear down the wall. <laughs> July 21st, 2005. Can you imagine when your balls hang so low that you can put them on either side of your uh, your pant legs? <laughs> they just have their own little pockets. It had some serious elasticity. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dexterity in your nutsack. That's going to suck. I'm not going to be able to wear my, uh, my shorts anymore. No, it just means you have to wear them more. Mm. What was that? That was... Uh... What TV show did that? They had. Oh, it was Jackass. They yeah, had a whole yeah, yeah. Skit. Johnny Johnny Knoxville would dress up as the the bad grandpa. Yes. And they'd walk they'd, they'd walk around with the uh, the rubber genitalia swinging around. That was pretty funny, bro. I love Jackass. Yeah. Did you did you see the Bad Grandpa movie? Yeah, it was awesome. It was pretty good. I can't remember. Supposedly, I gotta watch it again. 
Well, the part where he gets, keeps getting folded up in the bed, the mechanical bed that keeps like smashing them <laughs> together in store. <laughs> or the uh, or, they ta- he take he takes the kid to the um, the pageant show, even though he, he's he's a he's a guy, but he has the kid song? like he's, yeah he's he's stripping to like Motley Crue or something like that. Yeah, yeah. oh my, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, what was the song? Not hot for the teacher, was it? Was it Cherry Pie? Was he dancing to Cherry Pie? There you go. That's Warrant. Yep. Oh, I don't know who sings that. You probably know. One hit wonder. Um. <laughs> Yo, so when I visited my folks last weekend, uh, my mom bought this book about cigars, just because she knows oh, it's a uh, it's a hobby, it's or maybe it's a passion of mine, Tyler. You know, it's a hobby you'd like to get into. I'm just passionate about everything cigars. Are you? I'm uh, striving to be a connoisseur aficionado. Connoisseur. That's another yeah. spelling word. Yeah. Holy smokes, that word that's, is... That's a good word. It's, yeah, it's good. He's going to be a, a, a certified consumer tobacconist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, but she didn't really read the whole thing, and I just flipped it open. It was written in 2005, I want to say. Um, kind of old now. But this one part, the guy was talking about how he thinks when you smoke a cigar in public, the shape and size of the cigar should match your height and weight. And he says, for That's women, for women uh, they look better and it matches them uh, better with a smaller ring gauge. However, smaller ring gauges are usually higher in strength. So that may be a problem and you just have to figure it out. It's like, well, I've never what? heard that before. Matching a cigar to how you look. <laughs> I, I mean, that's taken pairing to the aesthetic level. Yeah. It's super Instagrammable if you can pull the, it off. The only way, only reason I would think of that is if I was in public lighting up a huge ring gauge cigar, I think I would be a little self-conscious. Like over, like a 7 by 70 I probably would yeah, save I one of it. those for a backyard or something. Well, those are just like un- uncomfortably large for yeah. me to smoke. You know, I, I'm, I'm basically a sub-50 guy. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, shut the fuck up. It's in the stretching <laughs> size for me. Robusto, five by fifty-two. Five by fifty. We're keeping it classic, classic Cuban sizes here, Tyler. Five and a half by fifty-four. Dom, if you you remember that cigar called uh, Oscar um, by Oscar called the uh, Superfly? uh, My uh, no, my way, my way from Oscar. No, I don't. It was a San Andreas uh, wrapped cigar, but instead of putting the pretty side of the leaf on the outside they flipped it so it was ugly ugly wrapper that's what you would what that just sounds like a bad idea <laughs> you're ugly on the inside <laughs> you're mean it's, it's not what's on the inside that counts it's what's on the outside that was actually a pretty decent cigar I never smoked it I've never heard of yeah, it it's called the, the My Way from Oscar yeah, I definitely heard like of it, an, but in, was that in sync or Backstreet Boys? That's, I wanted that one. Uh, yeah, uh, that was. Uh, was it Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi sings. Um, Shot to the heart. It's got to be my way or no way at all. Blame. I gotta have it. My <sighs> way. Yeah. Uh, speaking of weird vitolas, um, I smoked a Asylum Pandemonium. And what size is that? You guys familiar with that? 
uh, like an eight by fifty something or other. They make an eight oh, by man. sixty-two. Well, the yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember like on the regular Asylum 13s, we used to sell the, just the the six by eighties. They look they looked like like a like a grenade launcher shell. Oh my god! Here. Oh, those are the words. Uh, okay. Um, I was gonna switch the topic, but Tyler, do you have something to say? No, I was gonna say um, the Asylums are they're actually good when they're the smaller Batolas, but the, the big ones are just not my. Yeah, not the, my the, we used. To- the straight jackets I thought were pretty solid. I don't know if they still make those, but I used to smoke the uh, the straight jacket Robos when I first got into cigars. You ever tried the Asylum Thirteen Lancero? Uh, I, I, I'm probably at one point, but I'm not 100 percent positive. They came in a, a box called Ninety Nine Problems. Yes, we did have those. Ninety Nine Lanceros. Yeah. yeah, it was like a big crate, like everything else. All right, topic time, Don. Hit us. Yeah, uh, well, not really a topic, but I was just going to ask, uh, Tyler, the foundation hats, that that style of hat, where does it come from? Because I've never seen those before. Why are you asking me? Did I say Tyler? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I did that at the beginning when we were trying to get uh, Nate on. I said, we, uh, I don't know Tyler's information. Tyler, we're just not close enough. I, I forget your name all the time. No problem. I say that guy. You mean Nate? So what? Uh, which hat, is it? The like the new run of hats we've been doing with the green, like that forest green and in, in the red, or the the old school ones that had like the, the that black and, and bright colors. The the black and bright colors, but I thought it was the same style of hat. Because these me, this new this looks, new run's a little bit different. The materials a little bit different. Like this one is more of like a, uh, I don't know for lack of it's just like it's it's more like cloth all the way all the way around I guess and it's got like one of those belt buckle style adjustments on the back where yeah. those older ones were like trucker style you know what I mean but the the front was uh, I don't know more of a vinyl material I guess and, and the back was kind of like that mesh trucker thing um, with the um, snapback type of deal um, well, it's like trucker but, meets hiker or biker. yeah yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I don't know where uh, Nicodemus gets that stuff made. He actually keeps that very close. Because so I don't think he wants anybody copping that swag. Gotcha. Swag, bitch. Does but any... check out the Foundation Swag Store for all your needs. Nice. Do you have one of those? Yeah, so if you go on, if you go on the website, we, we launched this uh, maybe a, a couple months ago. Um, if, you, if you hit up the, uh, our, our, our website, there's a link to the store. And we actually um, are able to sell the shirts, the hats, cutters, stickers, you know, a lot of the promotional material that, you know, would otherwise be reserved for events. Obviously, we can't do a ton of events because Nick is only one man and we're a small team. But, you know, anybody that wants the nice foundation garb, uh, you can always hop on the website and, and find it there. Shameless plug. Um, that's good to know because everybody, when I wear that foundation hat, everybody asked me where they can get one. Mm. Now I can say... Uh, May 14th, come to uh, Lake Country yeah. Cigars, and we'll have Nick there. Or go on to Foundation Swag Bitch uh, website, and they will you can buy it there. Yeah, but at the event, they can get it for free with a box purchase. They buy a, they buy a box. And, and, and you'll have grasshoppers, things. which I still need to send Dom. Can you talk about the grasshoppers, Nate? Uh, yeah, for sure. So um, that's our new event only cigar that we only do with Nick events. 
So uh, before it used to be the Menelik, of course, which you know was very highly sought after. Um, but this past year, we we started doing. Uh, they're not limited edition; they're limited production runs. So um, those are available for retailers to purchase now when we have them available. That is, um, but with the grasshoppers, um, Nick's a big uh, history geek. So um, he, he he found some book that was that was published around like turn of the century. I think it was like early 1900s, um, and, and it talked about the etymology of the word cigar. So um, when tobacco was, was being exported to Spain, uh, you know, upon the discovery of the New World and whatnot, a lot of the aristocratic people that were, you know, partaking in the smokage, uh, they'd, they'd gather in their kind of like courtyards or, or gardens in, in, in the back of their, their homes. Um, and they were known as cigarals, which is, you know, where the grasshoppers gather because with the gardens you have, you know, an influx of insects that were always chirping about and making noise. So cigarol ended up becoming cigar because that's where people end up smoking. Um, like the layman's uh, d- description of the whole thing. It's, it's a lot more eloquent on the back of the packs and, and Nick could delve into it a lot more than I could. Um, but as far as the, the pack itself goes, um, you have, it's, it's, it's a five pack. It's got five torpedoes or, um, you have two with the uh, the San Andreas wrapper uh, that's also utilized in the Menelik. Two of the torpedoes actually have candela, uh, and then the, there, there's one that's a, a barber, to, barber pole fusion between the two. Can't wait to smoke them. <laughs> You'll get them eventually. <laughs> um, yo, so Nick, I just saw I haven't listened to the podcast yet, um, but I remember he did a few reposts. I forget her name, but that um, adult film star uh, loves yes. Foundation. Yes. So I actually got the chance to meet Danny. Um, Danny, yeah. We, we, Danny Daniels. We uh, we get, we did a in a so her her and her husband uh, live in New York. So um, we did something at the Owl Shop in New Haven, Connecticut. So her and her husband and a few of their their relatives came. They took the train up. Um, and, and they came to support us, but, uh, I guess Nick ended up just meeting her through Instagram. So I, I guess like on her own, she's just, you know, a huge cigar fan and Nick opened up his, his IG one day and it was just like exploding with, with followers. <laughs> and he's like, where is all this coming from? So he goes to find out that, you know, he, he you know, he eventually when he scrolled through enough of the follows, you know, it linked to the fact that Danny Daniels was plugging foundation on her Instagram saying that, you know, Wiseman Maduro and, and Tabernacle are some of her favorite cigars to smoke right now. So just through, you know, the Instagram connect, they ended up, you know, becoming, you know, pretty friendly and she comes out and supports our events and she supports the brand and, you know, she's been awesome. Nice. That's the power of social media. Yeah. Dude, she's probably more of a cigar influencer than most cigar influencers. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, think about it. She's got, you know, a uh, over a million guy. followers. That's true. It's it's and you know I I I, I don't want to assume, but I'd imagine that it's predominantly male. You know, so that, that makes up the bulk of you know cigar consumption, yeah. and uh, you know that's it's 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 pretty cool of her to, to to plug us. Nice. She was actually uh, we saw her at the Nat Sherman Townhouse uh, on February sixth. She actually came down with that with her her husband Vic too. I thought the Nat Sherman townhouse 
Obviously, I've never been. I thought it was only Nat Sherman cigars were sold there. No, so um, they. I mean, they have a gorgeous humidor. Um, you know, a big chunk of it is Nat Sherman uh, products themselves. But I mean, they they have everything. They have they have Roma, LFD, Son of Fuente. They work with us, Dion, uh, Caldwell. Uh, I think some of uh, Lorenzo's stuff might be in there. I'm not 100 percent sure, but. Um, uh, they actually, historically speaking, they, they started out as, as a retailer before they got, you know, into the, uh, production side of things. I'm pretty sure. Um, but the, the, the whole retail space is, is gorgeous. The, the team there's a one it's, it's the way it's the way every, you know, tobacconist should strive to be, you know, it's very well put together and the experience that you have, it's, it's bar none. Nice. Tyler, are you there? You've been uh, kind of quiet. You're, t- you're taking my What's up? on the podcast. I, I try sometimes. Sit back and just take a drink. Take it all in. Yep. Oh, um, let's uh, let's do the analogy of the week. Uh, <laughs> there you go. If the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were a cigar, what would they be? I guess you could do each oh, one of them. I got I'm you. I'm just gonna do them as a as a group. All right. So if it, it, as a group, I'm going with the the Moyeries nunchucks. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Those are. Oh, I got a box of those. I've um, actually never smoked them, I've but smoked, uh, you know, two of them. Or one. Did nunchuck. you smoke them together? No, I did not do that. <laughs> They Speak, have, uh, that made me think. Have you ever seen somebody like? You remember when Tatuaje had the old man in the seas with the? It was the box with the Lancero and the Calabras. Yeah. I, I remember walking into the lounge one day and some guy was smoking all three of the Calabras at the same time. Nice. That's which strong. was uh, <laughs> achievement unlocked. <laughs> it was pretty awesome, but like also hilariously sad. How many loads did you smoke? Oh man! Well, when when I started at Mister J's, there was a, there was a few master cases that were sitting in the back that oh my God. We, we did some damage to. <laughs> oh, what a dream! My, my favorite, man. honest, uh, honestly, the the, the the one Tatawahe that I smoked the most of were the uh, 2008 La Verite Churchills. Those that, things were just money. Is that that uh, single farm? Yeah, yeah, it's Pete's like take on uh, like, kind of like a, a wine style production of a cigar where it was all tobacco harvested from one of Papine's farms from one particular vintage for wrapper, binder, filler, and then whatever you know, whatever he was able to produce. Um, and the very thing is fantastic. The truth. That means, yeah, there you go. Sorry to steal your thunder there, but. That's I why flex, uh, flex my my cigar now. Where we get the uh, words verify veritable verity. <laughs> I hate you. You always gotta you always gotta bring it back to the fucking English. I gotta school you with uh them words while you school me with the tobacco. No. Um. Oh, speaking of tat, we just had a, a big Tatawahe event on uh, Thursday. Um, we Were had, Dan and uh, Casey in town. Uh, just we had uh, Dan and Todd, and uh, it it was awesome. We had one guy buy eleven boxes. Holy crap! 
Yeah. Um, we are now are AKC still- registered. Hmm? I was gonna say, are they still doing the whole um, like potluck thing? No, I wish because those potlucks were. They made one called the Bone Marrow, and it was a. Uh, it's based on the Bone Crusher, uh, the surrogate Bone Crusher, but they instead oh, of a broadleaf wrapper. Yeah, instead of a broadleaf wrapper, they threw a uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut on there. And I talked to a lot of people. Like I think the rep up in your area, Mo, and and Dan, like that's a lot of people's favorite surrogate because it's so weird. Um, I like the tender chop a lot because it's a mixture of the pork tenderloin and the pork chop. Yeah, I was gonna say I think the last ones that I had it went right when it was just the uh, what was it originally like the meat locker series when they had the pork tenderloins and pork chops available with with box purchases. But I mean that's going back what three years or so now before they expanded it. So when yeah. it came to a lot of the potluck releases, I actually I haven't got around to hunting down any of those. And the, the potlucks were, it's tough because there's seven blends, and then uh, each shop would get 35, and then only 35 shops in the U.S. got a potluck event. So it was, those were super limited, and, and uh, I thought the packaging was awesome. I, you know, I think a lot of that stuff is when you go on that Saints and Sinners tour, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you make like a wish list of stuff you'd like to try, and uh, I think a lot of that's kind of based on that, but... You know, yeah, Saints and Sinners Club is awesome. Yeah. I used to be a member um, back in the day. Yo, so uh, Nick Stagraman asks, favorite person <laughs> from Staten Island? Oh, obviously him. Staten if he's from Staten Island. Island. <laughs> I don't know um, if that's true or not. I don't know anyone from Staten Island, so. I couldn't tell you where that is on a map. Yeah, me neither. I'm not good with the New York geography. Well, I don't... Yeah, the, the Northeast is just one big state to me. Um, I got a question from V-Cut Everything. Uh, who is Cigar Anal? Yeah, dude, what? <laughs> Screw you, man. Uh, J-Dub messaged oh, me boy. and said, like, oh, you got to... Time to change the name, the handle. I told him he needs yeah. to charge his. This is like JW31 yeah. or something. And I asked him if JW69 yeah, was already I mean, taken. Oh. Yeah, like uh, like like my my Skype email address. This has just been clinging on since the inception of of, of the gram. Nice skater boy. The eye. I changed my uh my personal Instagram handle like three times. I used to be slug swag. <laughs> I hate you. And then uh, once I grew up, was that your bit, frat name? Uh, when, well, I was a banana slugs. <laughs> banana slugs were my uh, mascot. So then, to oh, be more frat, awesome. to be more frat, I switched to slug scroll because scroll is like your name is on the scroll of your fraternity. Yeah. It changes. Fucking beautiful up. Yeah. Um. Wait, you say you say it's beautiful out? Yeah, it is beautiful I mean, out. Well, here in sunny California, it's raining today. What a what a oh, wow! It's turn of events. It's it's thirty eight degrees here. A nice little sea breeze coming in. Nate, I'm coming out this fall. Dude, you have to. I'm telling you. Actually, uh, Mike Mike uh, from Maxmar is getting ready to come back out um, at the end of this nice. month. 
for his his, his quarterly trip out to New England. Is Mike the one with the hair? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Reginald and I are are good friends, but he 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 comes out here literally like seasonally. Um, he loves it. A lot of the other guys from the store too have come out. So his his buddy Paul came out uh, this this past summer for for a week, and it's just it's so much fun just to be able to hang out on the beach and chill out. And there's a lot of like, I, I don't know if they have it. Like I'm sure they have it in California too. But there's a lot of like dockside restaurants that that are around here that just have fresh seafood all summer long. And yeah, uh, it's awesome. There's this one there's place I take them to. Dockside. What? Topside. Topside. <laughs> Tyler, we'll go oh, there, but it's it's yeah. this it's this it's this place called Fords, and it's it's technically marina, but they have like a little kitchen that they set up right off the docks, and they have seating all around, and you send it's real small, but they have just fresh lobsters all day long. You show up, it's BYOB. Usually have about an hour wait, so pull into the parking lot, get the the like Pandora going in my car. Break out the cooler, smoke a cigar. After an hour, they bring you in, sit down. You just get mussels, oysters, crab cakes, and like the big thing they have is called the lobster bomb. So it's just it's this bread bowl that's toasted. They um, they load it with like two pounds of lobster, douse it in bisque, and then they serve it to you, and it's just phenomenal. Oh, say less, I'm going. Oh yeah, you should try. You know, you could try to see if you could like. Uh, line it up for if, if you and Mike are able to come out at the same time in the summer. No, I want I want your sole attention. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Um, no, when's okay, so the only days I can't take off are Thursday, Friday because seriously, um, there will be a mutiny at the cigar shop if I take off any more Thursday, Fridays. <laughs> Well, reserve it because that's the, a, a better time for me because uh, I need I, I need to be in the office doing foundation things the majority of the week. Hey, uh, I, oh, see, you got to start smoking at your office, and then I can just hang out at your office all day. <laughs> Eventually, you got a patio you some, like you did at Max. Some Mark, rabbit airs out there. Plant yourself, dude. I am <laughs> notorious at that. Um, like at uh, the Roma uh, Roma Craft uh, headquarters. I was there for four days. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it, it might be tough because Nick will probably be in, in Nika, but depending on when you came up, you know, you might be able to check out a lot of the uh, the farms and, and whatnot in, in, in Windsor and Ellington where, you know, all the broadleaf comes from. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll see. We'll plan it, and maybe if we plan it far enough in advance, then I can do a little um, tour of the... The Connecticut River Valley, all that jazz. Yeah, you can get a, a Cigar Noise Boys inside scoop. It'd be a feature yeah, like, story. And uh, Don, we got You got to get better at mentioning our, our show sponsor, man. Oh, um, and now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Brothers of the Leaf, sisters of the Leaf. This is JP Fingers here. You got to stop messing around on Grinder. You got to stop messing around on Tinder. Get off that Bumble. When you're looking for the best app to get, you got to hit Cigar Noise. That's your app that you're gonna get all your cigar stuff that you want to know about. You want to learn about, you want to review about, you got to hit up that for the platform, for the community, all your brothers of the leaf, all your sisters of the leaf. You got to hit up that cigar noise. And I'm just going to cut, I'll cut that JP sponsor and just put it in. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, what? Yo, um, oh, what was I going to say? Crap. 
I forget. I've been. Oh no, I remember. Hey, Tyler, you mentioned mutiny earlier. You know what that makes me think yes. of? Pirate month. It's pirate month. <laughs> so, uh, pirate month. I, Tyler, I know you've heard this six times, but we don't have a podcast record of it yet. So I'm going to explain it one more time. White claw, baby. Uh, so for sixth graders, I teach Treasure Island this month. And I like Ooh. to get in the pirate mood, watch some Pirates of the Caribbean, drink rum, almost only rum, and uh, smoke cigars that make me think pirate. So anything with a skeleton or skull. Yeah, the Viaje Crossbones. I had the uh, the Porcelain BLTC and the La Madrina by Dapper this week. What other cigars? Damn. Yeah. I'm a pussy pirate. My name is Jack Sparrow. Pull down my pants. You can see my flesh arrow. Nachos and gummy. Uh, Lavin heads. Lone, my dad's lone, boat. Lonely Island. Yeah. yeah uh, no, no uh, dude. That's prestige worldwide. Oh. Prestige wide, worldwide. Wide. Wait, who's tra- who's driving the boat? Ah! <laughs> uh, Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria, Maria. I'll do you in the bottom. Where you're oh, I, I just thought I, I, I just thought of another one. The um. You remember the old? This is like one of the original runs of back the Lost and Founds, but the uh, the stouts and those like I don't know if they were like a burlap sack or it was a paper sack, but it had the the big like man of war that was on the label. Ooh. Oh, I was looking at um, when I posted the Instagram uh, story pick saying that we're doing this podcast. I was looking up rum or some booze picture to post rum chata. And so why three X's that's a sign for liquor as well as porn. Why, why do those both get the same, uh, treatments? I actually don't know. Me neither, but I've had to take a guess, uh, maybe because it was illicit and it probably came out of the prohibition times. Okay. I can see that. That's just a a complete stab in the dark, but we can roll with it. Well, I don't know if I should do research. Incognito mode. <laughs> Can yeah. you tell us about right, can... uh, tri- Go on, sorry. Man. No, no, go ahead. I, I had nothing else. Uh, we need a quick synopsis of Treasure Island. Dom's book of the week, <laughs> Treasure Island. I love I some, some I Robinson Crusoe. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't read it, but if you've seen, you guys, I'm sure everyone has seen, or it's at least our age, uh, Treasure Planet, the old Disney film. Mm. No. Treasure Planet is... That, that was one of the biggest Disney busts of all time. Was it? Oh, yeah. They lost buku dollars on that movie. Dude, I remember... Ooh, French. Nice. I, I remember uh, <laughs> going to McDonald's, and they had the uh, toys for that film. Anyway, that I had that the PlayStation film, 1 game. That film oh. is Treasure Island, but just in, uh, like, the space sense. Yeah, we uh, we used to go to Myrtle Beach as a family vacation back in the day, and they have a ton of miniature golf courses, and one of them was Treasure Island. So they did like each hole was a quick synopsis of a portion of the book, and it kind of like tells the story of Treasure Island throughout eighteen holes of miniature golf, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Oh yeah. And Seagull have one leg. You said someone has one leg. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sitting here like the, the seagulls are like fighting the wind, and I'm pretty sure this guy had 
just just one leg. Well, uh, hey, if you read the first like even five pages of Treasure Island, uh, Captain, as you don't know his name yet, tells the narrator who you don't know his oh name yet God. to watch out for a seafaring man with one leg. <laughs> I have three legs. Nate, I know you probably saw this. Do you remember that uh, that rap song that the Miami Hurricanes did? And Greg Olson? Oh, yeah, three yeah, three leg Greg. <laughs> and then be a commentator <laughs> at, some, at, the, at the Super Bowl presser about it? <laughs> What's it like having three legs? Did you get made fun of a lot in, in the locker room? <laughs> oh my god, those dudes are fucking hilarious. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, did he yeah, say have... it was like having a disability or a handicap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I was, well, Greg Olson was a free agent this year. I was hoping he was going to sign with the Patriots, but uh did not happen. You guys sending Brady over to the Las Vegas Raiders? Not happening. He's staying. I don't see any way that he doesn't stay. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, actually, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he went to Tennessee and played for Vrabel and the Titans because he has an offensive line, the best running back in the league in Derrick Henry, and a competent defense. So I think that would be the only other landing spot because it, it would give him a chance to at least get another Super Bowl before he rides off into the sunset and becomes football Jesus. Where's your Raiders hat, Tom? Uh, didn't wear today. With some uh, Firestone and Walker. And he's uh, Dom's a Cowboys fan, but he gets into oh, this Pirate boy. Monk fan. And he wore that Raiders hat, and he mentioned it six times. Yep. <laughs> it's actually being out in Vegas uh, the past two times between the trade show last year and then at TP in January. It's been pretty crazy to see the er- erection of that stadium. Erection. Yeah. Or Dude. the stadium being erected. Tell us about TPE. I think you guys had the busiest fucking booth there. And I lingered there. Tell, tell them about how I linger, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's 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 well documented how you linger. But, yeah, Tyler was actually <laughs> helping, like, sling, sling cigars for us. But, um, no, TPE was pretty cool. Um, it was our, our first one. And, uh, you know, it was, it was definitely interesting having, you know, so, so many different uh, types of industries under the same roof. But, you know, it, it, the, the the convention floor was kind of split into quadrants almost, right, Tyler? So there was like yeah. mass market, CBD, uh, vapes, and then the premium. So everybody kind of, you know, had their own portion of the facility, um, facility, excuse me. Um, and, it, you know, it, it was kind of a little bit more intimate than what, you know, PCA is. Like, you know, you know there wasn't as many uh, like, you know, grandiose uh, booths and whatnot for the most part. Like we... We split some uh, floor space with uh, the guys from Illusione. Shout out Brian and Howard uh, and Dion. Uh, but we pretty much just had, in comparison to PCA, where we had our giant 13-foot pyramids, uh, you know, this we had a ta- one table that we displayed some product on. We had a backdrop, and, you know, it, it was a lot easier to have, you know, meaningful conversations with a lot of people because, you know, it wasn't as pertinent to try to take care of so many people at, at one particular time. But, you know, with that said, we were fortunate enough to be very, very busy. Um, 
you know, we didn't even necessarily drop any um, new cigars at TPE. Like, uh, you know, Aganors who came out with Supreme Leaf and a bunch of other people dropped some, some TPE exclusives. But, um, you know, it might be something that we participate more in in the future. Oh, I'll tell you what. Uh, Nick was a, a trooper, man. He played injured. <laughs> he did. He had he had a rough go of it there at the end of the month because he had uh, uh, that was right at the tail end of uh, Puro Savor. So he got in. Well, it began it, it began with a ingrown toenail that then triggered the gout, and then he also there's I I don't know what the name of it is, but I guess there's some sort of bug in 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 Nika that like burrows into you that can cause a, a foot infection. Oh. So it, that happened. And then he got some food poisoning, and then he had to travel from, you know, like Nika to Miami, Miami to Dallas, and then Dallas to, to Vegas. So he was really gutting it out for for the, for the TPE week. But um, yo, Tyler, are you in the doghouse right now? <laughs> dog, Gordo, dog, hey! trying, trying to get some T-bone. There's a whole bunch of dogs. Uh, wild dogs and then there's the most spoiled dog in, in the world his name is gordo he gets roast beef for dinner every night and now oh gordo wild dogs are they wolves no they're just they're dogs that are just wild but That's gordo doesn't like stray any other... dogs those are stray dogs that fine stray dogs. dogs you motherfucker okay you That's know what i meant though love the wild oh gordo hit me right in the nuts <laughs> Gordo! <laughs> you go, oh, I'm putting Gordo inside. Um, gotta watch those tails. Hey, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, Nate. Um, you're you're generous at the booth. I would be like, I would be like a fucking Nazi when it came to shit. Like I, I can look at you and I can be able to tell that a your shop probably just sells, um, big brand X, and number two, mm-hmm. I know you're not going to order anything, so. Uh, you try this. Here's one cigar. And uh, how do you, well, you judge? Know, for, can you judge that or not? For, for, like, do you get a read on uh, people? Yeah, I mean, of course you do. But you know, for us being a small company, where you know we don't necessarily have the ability to get into every single store all the time. You know, being able to have a lot of people under the same roof gives us an opportunity to expose them to our brands. So. You know, regardless of the fact if they whether they place an order immediately or not, you know, at least we're putting cigars in their hands, so they you know they can try it. I have the uh, myself or Nick or whoever else with the company has the opportunity to talk to them about the brands, you know, and hopefully at some point in the future we can do some business together. All right, there you have it. Yeah. Well, I will say like it's not. It's not as bad as like, you know, you know, at, at PCA, you know, like we had all the bags put together. We had like full sampler packs set up and good to go because, you know, you have a much greater audience where, you know, a TPE could, depending on who by the booth, like you can sling them out, you know, individual brands they may not have had, but, you know, completely new customers. And yeah, I mean, we're going to, we're going to hook them up with everything. Well, <laughs> every, every trade show, I'm a new customer. Yeah. Oh. Tyler, are you standing on a chair right now to fend the dogs off? <laughs> I'm trying to get Gordo to go inside. Because Gordo's being a bad boy. Gordo, let's go. We're going inside. Gordo. He's not going to listen hey. to that, dude. You don't sound threatening. Gordo yeah. is my guy. And he knows he needs to come inside. So he's following me. You got to show them you're the alpha male. That's definitely not happening. Gordo is... 
and well, Gus is, and then Gordo. I'm the lowest on the totem pole here. All right, Gordo's inside. I'm ready to eat my chicharrones. <laughs> Yo, carb free. That's the way to be. I lost ten pounds or eleven pounds since I've been here. I'm underneath. Uh, I'm under three hundred pounds now. Nice, dude. Nice. Oh. Thursday, I'm excited about. I'm going to visit um, Pepin's factory. And uh, Pete's going to be in town. So I'm going to Have you been to Pepin's before? No, I haven't. Uh, Gus is going to take me there, but now that I got this little thing scheduled. And then um, Raul Diza, uh, the blender at um, Naxa, um, he's going to. Uh, um, show me some stuff on Monday, uh, which is cool. But um, in case anybody was wondering, I know you guys weren't and nobody else, but uh, um, I spent the week mostly at Naxa and Prosenixa. Um, Prosenixa is where they, is, they call it pre-industry. So it's how you prep the tobacco before it gets to a factory. So one day I spent um, a few hours um, rotating a payload, um, which is actually kind of kind of fun to do. Not is it really. Payload. Payload. Isn't it payload? Yeah. Mm. And uh, it was funny. So I'm you just licking that nugget. Shut up! Turn the talk. I know, take the video off that you're cutting out again. I don't want to see you licking your fingers after eating chicharrones. It's a little too sultry at 11.53 in the morning. You're welcome. Um, brunch hour. Brunch yeah, hour boy. brunch. No, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm turning this uh, bulk, they call it, and uh, I'm working all the sides. And all of a sudden, I look around, and all the guys left, and I'm just doing it by myself. Like, I don't know if they all went on break or they're like, hey, we got this fucking Gordo Gringo over here. We'll let him do all the work. But they all booked it. And then I, I – what was that? So I ended you up finishing rotation? it. Yep. Um, so basically what they're doing is they're trying to slowly bring the temperature up. So after they rotate it, um, it uh, lowers the temperature, and then they, they'll let it go up a, little, a few degrees more, and then they rotate it again. And then they also condition it, which they, they um, hose, uh, they use water, and they spray down the, the leaves front and back. Um, so, like, uh, moist. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the higher primings will be, uh, will take a year to ferment in the bulk, and then they'll condition it for the first time in three months, and then they rotate it, like, it all depends, but... Is this um, uh, they took the, is this Lars Teton conditioning that we're talking about? No, this is um, treating the, the treating the, they're um, wetting the, the leaves to raise the humidity and okay. temperature and humidity raises the heat. Dom, I know you're not a chemist, just your English. <laughs> no, this is not Lars Teton. So uh, it was pretty interesting, and then I learned about curing, um, the difference between curing and fermenting. Uh, Sorting the different leaves. Um, it's been a uh, um, 
a lot of learning going on, man. How much longer are you down there for? Two more weeks. Oh, wow. Word up. Yeah, oh, enjoy all that hard work. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's tiring Wait, standing up with the whole time. Yeah, grade all my tests, man. It's easy. You only have a real oh, drive. That is, is not oh, boy. easy. Get out of Oh, boy. Oh. Your podcast compadre uh, just diminished the teaching profession right there. I feel like I've been traduced. Oh, the word from before. Yeah. We call that in the biz a callback. <laughs> the biz. <laughs> it's an industry lingo. Nate, you'll learn it. Nate, are you going to be uh, growing out your mullet until PCA? What's the plan? Yeah, well, uh, so I, I had grown it out pretty long uh, for the past, like, year or so uh, in order to have, like, pretty much just a Joe Dirt style when I went down to the Daytona 500 at the beginning of February. So that that was pretty gnarly. I did chop off some length here last weekend just to make it more, like, appropriate for Connecticut. And, uh, oh, my God. We'll see. I, I, I might make it. I might let it go until PCA, just so it's like a little, you know, not as extreme as it was, but, but you know, definitely do something good up for for all the fans in Vegas. You know. Nice. Does uh, Nick approve of this? Oh, he loves it. Oh my god. <laughs> Everyone's very supportive of this life choice of mine. <laughs> I was gonna say. And if they're not, it just takes about 30 seconds of talking about how we want to have a complete, like, Miami Vice summer, and then they're all on board. Miami Vice summer? Oh, yeah. Well, we want it so, like, my, my friends and I are trying to find, like, like a, a beat-down, just, you know, convertible from the 80s, uh, primarily looking at, like, Cr- Chrysler LeBarons uh, with the wood oh, panels. Man. And uh, yes. we want to ride around that, get, like, an old-school Sony media camcorder with the 8-millimeter film. And then just uh, there's there's a, there's a local place that can digitize it, and then I don't know, make some sort of like '80s parody account for the summer. That'd be sick. Oh yeah. So we'll be rocking linen sport coats and, and pastels. Bro, I found a, a a champion sweatshirt at a thrift shop yesterday for ten cents. <laughs> <laughs> did it fit you yeah well i didn't try it it's my size but uh we were all trying on stuff at the thrift shop thrift shop in sle yeah that's pretty awesome yeah do you uh you see any super bowl shirts where they have the loser <laughs> no yeah, i haven't yet <laughs> 49ers all right we should uh wrap it up soon what are you guys smoking this week? I don't know what else. <laughs> this 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 week, questions. yeah, this week. Let's. Well, I, I, yeah. th- well, leading up to this, uh, Tyler had kindly sent me uh, a nice Romacraft sampler that included that Neanderthal box press, which we discussed earlier. Yep. Um, but I've been a big fan of the. Uh, he sent me some of the Wonderlust, uh, or like a Corona Deluxe size, Tyler. Yeah, um, Corona Gorda. Yeah. Those are pretty awesome, and uh, the Fiorella yeah, edition. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, smoked some of the uh, the Bacas in that like petite Robusto. That was pretty nice. Um, last night, uh, Lorenzo was up at the at the shop, so I smoked one of the HVC five hundreds, which 
after a couple of months, those things are, are smoking pretty, pretty damn good right now. And now I have my high Clare castle, Connecticut Churchill. Bang, bang. Yeah. So I could riddle them all off. Cause I only smoke, you know, four or five cigars a week where you smoke like 30. Uh, actually I cut down quite a bit. Um, but Tyler, down here is most, what Tyler, up? You, did you hear that? Nate said he smokes four to five a week. Do you have any comments? <laughs> Cause that's no, like right uh, where I am too, and you always you are me, one to you're one to two. I smoked th- three or four yesterday. And I think Nate's joking because he you smoke on your commute, right? Yeah, but it depends. I mean, it's tough to do during the winter because I mean, when it's you know thirty degrees outside, I, I, you can't roll down the windows. I'm not hot boxing the car with cigar smoke. Yeah. Why not? I do that shit all the time in ten degree weather. Yeah, but like, I, I enjoy having a solid respiratory system. So, Tyler, is that how you lost weight? You're just sweating it out in the car, hot box. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I've been smoking a lot of the cracker crumbs, bringing them down here. Well, those are nice just to just to pop pop open a pack and, and fire them up. I love that they're pre-cut. That's my favorite thing about those. Yeah, those are good. Um. But I'm smoking a lot of uh, Knoxville stuff down here is the main thing. And, and uh, Raul weaseled me. Now, this is the ultimate weasel move, guys. I'm chilling in the office with Raul, Stavon's brother, um, Diesel. And then uh, Raul's like, what kind of cigars do you want from Romacraft? So you want me to get you some cigars from, from Romacraft? I'm heading over there. And I'm like, sure. So he messages, he calls his brother, and he gets me a bundle of the, the um, Segundo Neanderthal Lanceros. Nice. So that's a that's an expert weasel when you have the factory owner's brother ask you what you want from their factory. Must be pretty uh, cool to be you, Tyler. <laughs> no, I mean, dude, Raul. Dude, some people call Raul's that privilege. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, um, there's a girl who works at um, Knox. Her name is Anna. And she's, um, she works in packaging. She gives the tours of the factory and she's the go between, um, sock, uh, Steve Saka and Dumbarton tobacco and trust. They flew her out to Vegas last year, but, um, she knows English. So she's the go between the, the Raul and the, the client. And everything. So I got to know her pretty well from, um, hanging out with Mo and Bettina down here in, in Nestle and, I brought her a bunch of Twizzlers because you can't find Twizzlers down here. <laughs> and so I see Raul and I tell Raul, I'm like, hey, you want to grab a couple? Like I brought like eight bags, but I wanted him to grab like open a bag and grab a couple Twizzlers out of the bag. He grabs two full bags of the Twizzlers and takes them. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, Raul, these are for Anna and her kids. <laughs> Just take a couple of these. <laughs> and he, he kept the, the he, he kept both bags, so... Um, Raul's fucking hilarious. So he's oh, always you have to air, always in airlift your... some Twizzlers. I know that's why I told Mo if Mo comes down, he needs to bring some uh, bring some twi- more Twizzlers down because they're a fucking hit. Highly sought after contraband. Yeah, Twizzlers and beef jerky. Hmm. Beef jerky. Yeah. Interessante. That means interesting down in Spanish. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Nate. 
Thanks, Nate, for uh, being on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll I'm glad to, I could finally make the time to, to do this with you guys. Yeah, we'll have to hang out this year, PCA. Oh, 100%. Um, Tyler. Well, me and Nate will. I don't know if you'll be invited. Well, yeah, because you'll just sit yeah, down can... and wait for someone to come talk to you and you won't move. Yeah, catch me sipping on Campari sodas at the Dorsey. Ooh. Tyler knows what's up. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. That was a fun <laughs> night. Uh, Tyler, I'm still going to punch you in the face. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Hopefully before PCA, if you uh, if you and I go to that Romacraft thing. They're not doing it. Oh, the Romacraft thing on Memorial Weekend. Yeah. Nate, you coming? Uh, no, Memorial Weekend, so. the big thing up there. I, I don't think so. You, oh, yeah. Block Island. Tyler, you said they, uh, they aren't doing. Were you referring to uh, Romacraft Party? Yeah, it's show? a PCA. You have the trade show, yeah. They're not going to do that? No. No, they're doing something at the shop. They're, uh, they're headquarters in Texas. Word up, Austin. All right. Rock and roll, everybody. Peace, love, and happiness. Yeah!